Welcome. My name is Natasha Sherman, and I am your host. And my guest today is Cheryl Harrell. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about her. Cheryl received a Bachelor of Science from Georgia Southern College, a Master of Divinity from Duke University, and a Master of Social Work from Smith College. For 40 years, she has served in the roles of psychotherapist, pastoral counselor, community educator, and mental health coach. She supports those seeking health and healing through self-awareness and self-empowerment, including those suffering or recovering from trauma, loss, addictions, and pharmaceutical medications. She's also trained in hypnosis, EMDR, focusing, Reiki, Mariel, various shamanic practices, and has advanced practitioner certification in the pathway prayer process for reading the Akashic Records. Welcome, Cheryl. Thank you so much. Pleasure to be here. So, uh, you know, you've worn many hats, traveled many paths, and clearly continue to do that. And the commonality that I see in all of that is that you're a practicing healer using multiple modalities. Does that kind of yes. say it? Yes, it does. Yeah, great. So today we're going to focus on the Akashic Records, and most people have no clue what that is. So I think I'd like to ask you to talk about the Akashic Records, like what they are, how we access them, and why we would want to access them. Okay. Um, Akasha is a Sanskrit word for primary substance, the substance out of which all everything is made. It's a vibrational substance, if you will. And um, the Akashic records are a vibrational record of every soul's journey on the earth through many lifetimes or parallel lifetimes. Some people like to think of it as that. Um, we access, there are many ways to access the, the records, uh, shamanic practices, a prayer, sacred prayer tradition, and a breath work um, could be another way of entering. Um, and you would want to enter really to try to gain access to information that might not be normally available to you, to help you in your earth walk, really. Um, it can be very practical information. It can also be very uh, profound um, spiritual information and guidance. So it's kind of, you know, what you might access in an altered state through breath work or through meditation or through shamanic, uh, you know, yes. exercises. So you're gathering, accessing yes. information that you might not in a normal state easily access. Yes, the interesting thing is that I, I my path has been, I recognize once I entered very consciously and deliberately through the, the prayer, this uh, prayer method, um, I recognize the energy of this space. And uh, it was, using the prayer was a very predictable way. And I did not feel in a trance state. A lot of people will say, it wasn't, a, it's not a trance state. It's actually a very clear and aware state of mind. But I experience having access to information that I would not normally have, either for myself or for someone else. 
Right. And an example of that would be, could I? Yeah. Give Hold you on a second. Uh, okay. An Let's example continue. would be. Go ahead. Sure. I'm sorry. Uh, an example would be. That's all right. That a friend of mine um, was having some medical problems. I am not a medical intuitive in any way, um, but she was struggling. She said, "I'm being treated for this." And when I was in her record, what I heard was, "There's more going on here, and it will be discovered." I had no clue on a personality level, um, and yet it did. In fact, in time, it came. Um, to be discovered that she had Lyme disease. Oh, interesting. So, um, uh, so here's what I'm going to ask you, because you and I did an Akashic reading this week, yes, we which did. I had never done before and which was very powerful. Um, and, I, and I'm going to jump around a little bit, you know, so some sure. people will go, oh, my God, like, what are they talking about? And yet on an everyday basis now, people read their astrology, their horoscope. It doesn't right. necessarily mean that they believe in everything, but it's like this seeking of some little clue. Uh, it's like getting a fortune cookie yeah. and getting excited about it, tapping into something. So for me, it's it's information gathering. And if in you know if a rock is going to give me information, I'm going to listen to the rock. So it's kind of for me, it's you don't have to believe anything. You can just use it as access to potentially valuable information. Yes, and in fact, the primary, the first experience actually for most people of being in the records, at least for me as a reader, when I go into my own records or when I go into someone else's records, is that the vibration of that energy is incredibly loving and accepting. It's non-judgmental. And um, so the information that's coming through has that flavor and it's unlike anything I think that I've really experienced it's an incredible privilege for me to go in it's a privilege to sit with someone else and go into their records it's very intimate and I can only do that with their permission um, I mean, I'm not sure what else to say. Well, I, I think I want to share a little bit about my experience because sure. uh, one of the things, or the instructions were very clear. And you do use the same prayer. There is a specific I purpose do. in this same prayer. And one of the things that it said was, you know, this is not some, and I'm just saying this myself, it's not some, you know, I have to talk about my spiritual journey or whatever. It could be really concrete. What am I grappling with? What, what am I struggling with? That information would help me. And yeah. uh, so come up with a specific question. And then I think I tend to be like an interviewer and I'm a life coach. So I'm always asking for clarification. What does that look like? What does that sound like? What does that feel yeah. like? And so when I had my reading, and I've had all kinds of readings in different traditions based on people uh -huh. I've had on the show, and very often it's kind of this vague, couched in very vague generalities, which are, could be lovely, but nonspecific. Yes. Yes. And what was very uh, useful for me was you and I both, you were very, like you were right with me. Well, what does that mean? How does she do that? How should she do that? Let's drill down. Yeah. 
And I think yeah. that's important for people to know so that you're not walking away with some vague message that for me, there was kind of a profound clarification of the issue that I was dealing with. And you did that with me. So it wasn't yeah. like, oh, the message is, you know, uh, love everyone and, um, you know, and, and feel safe. Uh, okay, that's <laughs> nice. <laughs> How do I good, do that? Good information, but not helpful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And this was helpful and practical. So yeah. you talked about, you said that when you do this prayer and you get access to the records, I want to clarify that a little bit more for people. But you also told me that you might hear words and sentences and see images and metaphors and sounds. Um, yes. So say a little bit more like when you talk about the records it sounds okay. very mystical well it, it is mystical and you know you could also think of it as quantum physics <laughs> yes um you know uh, um it's to explain the universe and there's much that we do not know and much of this is mystery as it's been explained to me there is an energetic field that contains information and is a reservoir of great love and appreciation for us as human beings who are walking the world, us as um, souls, having a human experience. And um, where am I going with this? Um, well, sorry, we were talking it. about the records, so it is a place oh, right so the records right this energetic field and so there's there's um a keeper of the record who sort of uh ensures the integrity of the record so we can't intrude on anyone else's records we cannot intrude in fact you could ask me you could ask me about someone else but you can only really ask me about your relationship to that person i can't go into the records and and there will be a some energy of them in your records because they're in relationship with you. Right. But I can't get to their records and I can speak with you about how you might, if your question was, how can I improve this relationship? I can speak to you in that regard because I'm in your records, but I can't go into their records. It's a matter of respect. Um, would you be, would you even be able to access their records? No, not without your permission. Absolutely. Right. And I would not want to. Right. But it just, want I want to make sure that it, people are clear that that's not available. That's not available. Right. And so there's, there are um, masters, teachers, and loved ones. And, you know, some of them have been incarnated. Some have, of them have not. And you have your own masters, teachers, and loved ones. When I go into your records, that's who energetically greets me and provides information. They're the conduit through which I receive the information. And they're really the ones who determine what comes through. Right. Um, and sometimes there are layers of information yes. that might come. But so, I want to speak to, it's like if it's not practical and it's not usable, why bother? Yes, good. <laughs> I, and that's really important. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like people go to psychics and, uh, you know, and I'm not saying psychics don't have valid things to say or valid things to see. But very often we go looking for, oh, you're going to meet someone with the name of M. And it's like, OK, there are about, you know, a billion people right. with the name M on the planet. 
Uh, mm -hmm. So what does that really mean? So, and I found it very practical. Uh, the thing that I wanted to ask you is, yes. how does this contribute to your practice of therapy, of working with people with addictions and all the other avenues of healing that you work with? Well, it's interesting. I'm going through a process of, I've always had a spiritual perspective. Um, not everyone who comes to me values that or necessarily wants to utilize that, but it's a, uh, a frame that I have always had. Right now, I'm, I, I, can, I do pretty straight clinical work, um, but many people have spiritual issues or spiritual concerns, and so I might integrate them. I might um, do a reading for someone, or I might, depending upon the circumstances, it might be more appropriate to refer that person to someone else who will read their records, and, and they bring that information back. And always um, with and their permission. And always with their always, permission. Always with their permission. Um, it's one reason why I don't, you know, you. It's a one-on-one -on -one kind of thing. I don't allow people to sit in on someone else's reading. Right. Okay. And you and I did um, it by phone, so it's we, not like people have phone. to be in front of you. No. No, and it works equally well. I meet with people individually, face-to-face. -face. I um, do video conferencing. I do, um, actually, most of my readings are by phone. Um, and it works very well. So how has tapping into this, and I want to go back to like, uh, you know, again, how it impacts other areas of your life, but how has it impacted your life directly? Well, I, I kind of stumbled upon this particular pathway prayer, um, and you know, the world that we're living in right now is filled with conflict and hatred and all manner of not so pleasant experiences. I mean, I have had a history of addiction. I've had a history of trauma. I've had a history of recovering from uh, medications. Um, my life has not been a bed of roses, uh, but I have always had a sort of a uh, uh, an ability to go back and touch base with my spirit um, or at least have the idea of that and it has uh, I, I will say the, the pathway prayer for me and finding the Kashuk records at this point in my life has in many ways saved my sanity Wow! <laughs> in the sense that the I was so heartbroken by, I'm heartbroken by what is happening in our country and in our world. And for a sensitive, that's incredibly difficult to be looking at. And I had to find for myself a way to stay balanced and to stay true to what I believed was accurate in my own knowing. And that's what, that's the gift for me that the Pathway Prayer and that process has brought for me personally. And when I found that I could enter other people's records and reflect back to them the beauty of their creation, it makes me want to cry, 
you know, it's like, this is what I have wanted to do in my counseling. I have always wanted to say, you have no idea the beauty of your creation. Yeah. You have no idea how complex and how wonderful you are. I know you feel like crap right now. <laughs> and there are things that you can do to move through that. But knowing and experiencing the love of something that is greater than us and knowing and being in that energy can be a resource that can allow us to stay balanced, to stay in our highest and our best. When I was in uh, undergraduate school, I read, um, I'm going to forget the name of the, um, ah, the book, um, but it was about um, survivors of the Holocaust. Mm -hmm. Man's Search for Meaning. Viktor Frankl. And Viktor Frankl. And basically what he's saying is the difference between those who survived and those who didn't is that they did not allow their humanity to be robbed, stolen from them. They maintained their dignity and they, they didn't go into hatred and vitriol. Mm. They knew their true state in spite of the external circumstances. And I think that for me personally, this has been a valuable tool for me personally. And why I offer it to other people is I'm hoping that other people will learn to read their own record. I'm happy to read your record. Um, it's a privilege for me to sit with other people to do that. And sometimes, even I, I know how to read my own record, but I go to someone else because sometimes I'm too close to the issue to kind of see it clearly. So you're saying that people can learn to do this. And how yes, would they do that? Uh, well, the person that I uh, learned from is uh, Patty Collingsworth, who's here in Massachusetts, but the original teacher is Linda Howe. Oh, I saw her has, website. Yes. She, yeah. that's, that's the prayer. Where, and where she's written prayer, books about she's yeah. written books, And she has written books on how you do this. Yeah. So it's kind of like I'm offering myself, mm -hmm. um, and I love doing this. Mm -hmm. There's nothing that gives me greater joy. Um, and please empower yourself. Learn this. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's it, interesting because... As a life coach, and um, you know, it's life coach is not therapy, uh, but people have deep insights. And I've had a couple of people, not many, uh, in in a couple of classes, who left after one or two classes uh, because they didn't want to confront anything. They basically said it just stirred up too much in them. And I understand that was their safety, and and they knew that. But what you're pointing to is that if you allow yourself, the fear is that what they're going to see is something awful. Yes. And if they uncover and pull away the layers, what they're going to see is the, and really in reality, you know, this whole self-loathing thing that human beings have. But if you get past that, is this essence of who you really are. And like who you yeah. really are is miraculous. And so people have a hard time tapping into that and I think this is one of the avenues, but it's not like, in my experience, a quick and easy uh, no. fix. 
But when you're talking about the state of the world, I was having this conversation today. So even if you look at just this country and, and are heartbroken and, you know, have a hard time dealing with it. Yes. But we've all, we're, all of us living in this country have the same country. The same things are going yes. on for all of us. We all have different circumstances, but the idea is who we're going to be in the face of what's happening. Yes. So it's really choosing, exactly. as you described, you know, do I, do I go into hatred or do I work at tapping into the, the, the space of love? And, and, and I think, you know, it's all tied in this whole, for me, it's our journey on this planet is to evolve, but that comes out of digging deep and letting go of all the layers and getting into that place where we can have self-love, do we dare say it? Yes. <laughs> and, yes. And then dealing with the world the best way each of us can. Yes. So I think what you're also talking to is, again, these, this is just another path to get to that. Yes. Do you have any other uh, stories of people who, you know, what their, this reading of the records has uh, done for them? Yes. Um, for one woman, it was really getting, like she was longing for a partner, and she really got that the, the crux of what she needed to do is to love herself, speaking of self-love. Um, for another, she had uh, a pretty significant health issue, and what came out was how she was to heal was actually to forgive herself and to not regret um, the past, is to let go of the past so that she had the energy in the present to actually heal her body. Uh, I mean, so those are, those are really great, and I don't want to mislead anybody. You know, it's easy yeah. to say, forgive yourself, but it's really like, forgive yourself. <laughs> it's kind of exploring what that would look like and what that would feel like. Yes, and sometimes people will, uh, people will say, just like you, I mean, I love it. It's like, keep getting going for the clarity. It's like, let's keep digging in, and, you know, one person... Said, how do I do that? And what came through was were particular kinds of um, actions she could take and sort of rituals. I don't mean like rituals, but but sort of just um, I'm, I'm trying to remember exactly what it was, but it was a particular way that she could start her day, and it was very concrete and it was very clear. Yes. What came through? It's like I don't know where this is coming from. But it was very um, helpful to her. And she wrote back to me later and said, I'm doing this. And suddenly this came to me. I remembered this that was really helpful to me. Yeah. Um, and it could be, again, um, it just opens a door to, uh, you know, the next exploration. Yeah. But when you describe it, it's like it can be concrete. It can be do a meditation. It can be say a particular prayer. It can be write a story yes. about X or whatever. So yes. it's really like, again, digging for what would it look like for me? Yes. 
And, you know, on a personal level, I'm doing some deep work around relationships to others. And I'm really having to look at the, the beauty of, of being, working in the records and trying to heal in the records, which is what I'm trying to do, is that I understand that the container is one of respect, love, and appreciation, and understanding of what I'm struggling with. And so in that container, I can then risk saying, yeah, I was a real schmuck. <laughs> yes. You know, oh, what I said was really unkind. And then I can have the courage to go back and say, I recognize that what I said was unkind. Will you please forgive me? Yeah. Um, you know, which is, can be hard. It's not easy. Yes. And that's really great because it's kind of a lesson we can take uh, in life on a day-to-day -day basis is if you're listening to someone from a space of acceptance and love, then they have permission to fess up to other things because they're not be feeling judged. And it's, yes. I read on the, uh, I think it was Linda Howe's website, the records yes. are governed by three absolutes, fear not, resist not, and judge not. This makes yes. for a very safe, loving, and also encouraging uh, environment. And yes. again, she And so just... when I'm in that work, I'm what I experience. And so I'm not in judgment of myself. I have compassion for myself for why, and understanding of why was I unkind yeah. in that moment. And we are usually the last people we have compassion for. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And yet... It all begins there. And I said to somebody recently, they asked me about, will there always be war? Kind of a light question, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and I am, and, and you know, what came through was, yes, as long as there is a human being who does not see how beautifully made they are and how perfect their soul is, they will find, they will create an enemy. Sure, because it's the war within that gets expressed it is, it is uh, without. War with, and so it's why I think this, for me, this path is so great. And I yeah. am delighted to share it with others because I think it could heal many of us yeah. from that inner uh, war. Right. Well, on that note, we're at the end of our time, believe it or not. Uh, so thank you. Thank you for uh, being willing to talk about it. I invite people, you know, if there's even an inkling to check it out, to get in touch with you. And they can even just have a conversation about it or what the expectations are. But it was a very profound experience for me, and I want to thank you for that. Thank you. My name is Natasha Sherman. Thank you for joining us.